This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start so let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. All right, guys, welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast. We are joined by um, what I consider to be a legend and what I have heard referred to by many people as a legend, uh, Mr. Harv Ebers. Harv, I don't know... Uh, I know you wouldn't call yourself a legend, but anybody I talk to, they say, oh, Harvey Ebers, yes, you need to go uh, shoot with him and learn how to shoot with that guy. So um, thank you for having us in your home. It's been a pleasure uh, shooting with you today. Give us a quick introduction to yourself. Um, you know, you can dive into your, your role there with the Pope and Young Club and, and kind of how you got there, but uh, I know a lot of your introduction revolves around, you know, how you discovered that you needed to have a better shot execution, which is why we're here with you. So... Um, give us a quick introduction to yourself. Well, Dylan, uh, it's been a, a long uh, personal journey to be able to uh, execute a shot that I can today. Uh, for years and years, I've, I shot until uh, most of my life with traditional equipment. I was never able and frustrated with shooting big game, frustrated with my inability to uh, sustain constant accuracy with a traditional bow. Some uh, few years back, I had the good fortune to attend uh, a, uh, a controlled shot clinic where the uh, two te so-called teachers uh, taught eight or ten of us guys who are in ten attendance of this class how to uh, uh, correctly and with excellence uh, uh, go through the motions of an excellent uh, bow shot. And one of those guys was Tom Clum. And That's he is, correct. He, he was on last week's episode, and uh, and we talked about different aiming methods. So if you wanted to dive into different aiming methods and, and gap shooting, instinctive shooting, fixed crawl, uh, the different aiming methods, uh, head back to last week's episode where we were joined with Tom himself, and uh, and we talked about those methods. And Tom was one of the guys who said that 
uh, if I need to learn sh- shot execution, you would be one of the guys to be able to help me with that. Well, Clum, uh, that was uh, hopefully the audience today will re- revert back to your and Tom Clum's uh, uh, podcast because to me, one of the standards, one of the foundation uh, 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 legs in shooting an accurate and well shot, executed shot is uh, having an aiming a controllable aiming method and my opinion based on my personal experience it's almost impossible with what is referred today as instinctive shooting of a traditional bow because with instinctive shooting you have no ability to control the shot setup and the execution of the shot so we need first off a proper form we need to understand what proper shot execution is and we need to add to that an aiming leg to that three-legged stool tom clum and his uh, shooting uh Grua, his shooting partner, is a man by the name of Joel Turner. And Turner and and uh, Clum have one of the most uh, insightful uh, booklets you can buy. They are on uh, some type of podcast. I'm not acquainted. Um, I'm uh, uh, not a real uh, learned in the modern uh, digital world, but I know uh, you, Dylan, can direct the audience to how to uh, get online with these people and review their program. Yes, sir. We will put the links to those uh, in the description to this episode. Now, uh, before we get too far in, uh, we do have my brother Aaron, who is the the novice hunter. Um, so throughout this entire series, we've kind of taken the standpoint of me being a compound shooter and moving into to traditional archery, and Aaron being a new hunter, getting started with a recurve. And so uh, we do have Aaron with us. Um, now, before we dive into this, um, I do want to give a quick thank you to our friends over at the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship. This is really cool, and they're from Missouri. You'll get a, you'll get a kick out of that. Uh, but John V. Mesh uh, was a gentleman who's a firefighter and died in the line of duty, and uh, he was a big time bow hunter. More so than that, he was a guy who who really liked to get people involved in the outdoors, and so they've started a more a memorial scholarship in his name. And so what they do is they hold big events um, at different places throughout the year and, and raise money. And, and then they'll actually give a scholarship to somebody who's going into some kind of wildlife uh, major uh, to help get people involved in the outdoor industry. So you can find the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship on Facebook and Instagram at the 363 Hunt Club. Uh, so go check out those guys. Awesome, awesome scholarship and and, uh, and, and foundation they have going on there. Um, all right, so let's dive into shot execution. Um we have and, and and I did ask my buddy Tom. Uh, I asked him. So depending on on aiming methods that you decide, does that change your shot execution? And he said, absolutely not. Absolutely, so, that's correct, Dylan. Absolutely not. Go ahead, Dylan. So, so off last week's episode, whether you're going to try to shoot gap, fixed crawl, um, string walking, whatever you try to do, um, the shot execution that we're going to go through will stand for all of those. So uh, so walk me through how you properly execute a shot with a recurve. Okay. Well, uh, proper shot execution is the same for a longbow, a recurve, and most certainly for a compound shooter. There's no deviation from the three methods, uh, equipment methods of shooting a bow. The uh, important thing 
with proper shot execution is the ability to uh, the preconceived uh, concept of, of, of instinctive shooting, which is snap shooting, or in my opinion, personal opinion, uncontrolled shooting. We must take mental control of the execution of the shot to be able to uh, execution uh, execute the shot to its completion and to uh, at the at the point of the completion of the shot that the uh, uh, we're on target we want to hit what we are are shooting at the first thing also it is most important in the various uh, steps uh, of shot sequence that you be able to identify them with a, a controlling word. If you don't, uh, your subconscious will take over and just mull it all together in the form of a doink, doink, doink. You want a very controlled shot setup. And, and you, you control your shot setup with cues, uh, being what these cues are word cues that you can establish. It can be one, two, three, A, B, C, or, or, uh, or some other cue of words. But initially, uh, let us go into the way uh, I uh, execute a shot, and all uh, good control shooters execute a shot. You initially uh, uh, locate your target. If it's a deer, you just preemptively glance at the elbow or what have you. But you begin, you must understand, Dylan, that you do not control any portion of what of, of your target if it's a bale of hay if, if it's a nice uh, Reinhardt target what goes on down at the target you the shooter have no control of, of, of that animal or what it's going to do and and I must say, uh, caveat we're hunters we're talking about hunting uh, excellence now also in the field so we can however control all of the uh, uh, steps all of the pieces of correct shot execution. So we've, we've preliminary located the target, let's just say the elbow on that deer where when you hit out there at 20 yards. We, we've, first off, uh, we set our, our hand placement. It, it's important, and, and uh, there's all kind of uh, articles in our magazines and what have you, proper hand placement on the grip of the bow. You can <clears throat> uh, re review different comments on hand placement and what have you. But it's most, excuse me, important that you uh, locate it on, on the uh, so-called fat portion of the uh, thumb in that uh, where you get bone to bone uh, with, with with the uh, whenever you make your draw you set your hand with the word of of, uh, of grip you use the word hook you hook onto the string we're talking about now hooking on the string with our fingers I will another little side caveat it's most important that you break the habit uh, of, of uh, the split fingered Mediterranean uh, hook on to the string. In my opinion, the only way to be a, a real successful aimer, notice I use the word aim, is to use the three fingers under. Also, you add to that importance with a shot crawl that Mr. Klum uh, has explained in his podcast 
previously. So we're hooked on a string. We use, I use the expression in my mind silently, hook. Then I go, uh, I, I take a big, suck a big breath of air, and I go to my draw. And the and, uh, and next thing I do is, uh, is, is I use the word anchor. I get com- comfortable and set my anchor. Uh, it, all of this just say, it just takes uh, fractions of seconds, but you go through the word process. The, the, the thing here is a process of shooting a, a controlled arrow. So you, you're at anchor now. It's important that you transfer that draw uh, uh, uh the the weight of the draw of the recurve bow the the uh, the, uh, of the long bow that you convert from your biceps to your deltoids that you roll your shoulder you roll your elbow to the rear behind to the behind your ear and you use a verbal uh, word elbow or shoulder whatever whatever you want to use as a word cue to roll that elbow back behind your ear to get into your back. Your back is now holding all of the weight of that bow. Now you can use the word spot if you're shooting at a target or if you're shooting at a deer. The word, remember all of us, uh, whether you're young or old, we're taught on an animal, pick a spot, pick a spot. I use the next word. I use the word in my mind, the word spot. It causes me to pick out the elbow, the crease of the deer. Uh, and then from from there, I said, I'm a gap shooter. Mr. Clum went through the aiming system of gap shooting. You, Dell, and I noticed in our shooting uh, uh, fun today that, that you're a gap shooter. So then you set your gap. All of the, the, these, from the word spot to setting your gap, just takes fractions of a second. We're not taking uh, seconds or minimum. It just flows. But it's important that words control this shot setup. All right, now you have located your target, the spot you're wanting to hit, not the whole damn deer. You're wanting to... to uh, I shoot at a spot, a hair or the elbow of that deer. Now you have set up your shot uh, and you must uh, move now on to what is the most important part, the shot execution itself. You trigger the shot with a trigger. We do not want to let the subconscious, uh, 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 we want to uh, have a trigger that meant we're not thinking about the release. We do not uh, consciously re- release that arrow. We consciously use the word uh, pull, pull, which and rotate that uh, uh, shoulder, that elbow on the draw side. We rotate that slightly to the river, to the rear. That slight movement is the trigger that causes you mentally, subconsciously, to release the arrow. You, Of course, we've all been taught a good follow-through, and you do not come out of your shot until you physically see that uh, arrow strike your intended target. Uh, I must say this now. This is very important. If you're a gap shooter, 
or any kind of a control shooter. You're con- during the aiming part of the shot. That's when you say use the word spot. That's your aiming part. You can use the word aim if you want to. A lot of people use aim. I like the word spot as a bow hunter because it causes me to focus on a spot on that deer. If I just use the Q word aim to set up my gap, uh, I I I don't have uh, I have not purposely located my aiming spot. I use the word aim. It it causes me, I mean, I use the word spot, excuse me, and it causes me to pick a spot on a deer. Then I automatically, if I'm a gap shooter, I set my gap. I have done enough controlled practice for weeks and weeks through the summer that when I get to the fall, Dylan, I have established what my gap is uh, in, in my secondary vision from my primary focus, which is on this spot on the deer. In my secondary uh, peripheral vision, I see the arrow point directly down at 6 o'clock underneath that spot assuming I'm not over my point-blank distance, all right? So we, it's important that you understand your, your, your primary focus is on the spot you're intending for your arrow to hit, and your secondary uh, focus is on the arrow point, which establishes this gap. Once you set your gap, then you move right quickly on to the shot execution part. You forget the gap. You forget the aiming. Your sub, the only thing your subconscious does in shooting a, 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 a controlled uh, shot uh, execution, the only thing the subconscious is allowed to do is to retain this gap. It'll do a great job of it. Your conscious mind goes to your shot execution, which is the trigger, which is the slight movement of the elbow to the rear with the words, the words of pull, 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 and that'll, as as your elbow moves, that will trigger mentally the release of the arrow. A good follow-through, and Dylan, you have a uh, a 100% uh, shot, uh, properly uh, executed shot. Now, I know for me, and I'll, I'll say it first, that way I give Aaron time to think about his. Um, I know for me, the one thing that I learned today that, that really stood out to me uh, was just slow down. Slow down every single shot. Um, and think about And you made me, at one point, uh, I was releasing too quickly. Uh, so you made me, at one point, just hold my bow back. And uh, and you said, see there, you, you can hold it back long enough to walk through these steps. And so my, my thing was, you know, I was picking a shot, and then I just wanted to put as much back tension as quickly as I could to get the shot off. And, uh, and that's wasn't correct for me. Uh, so I needed to slow down and slowly pull through my shot. Um, and that's why on my notes, I took down, I took, I wrote the word pull three times because it needs to be a slow, constant pull, not a, a just pull through your shot and shoot it. And Dylan, um, if I may inject on absolutely. the pull, on the pull portion, it's not just one big old pull uh, which will which will cause you to overreact it's a nice um uh, uh musical pull 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 so it's a steady pull Aaron it's not just an abrupt yank you just want to pull and that slight movement and that movement becomes the trigger for the release you and, and that's where you obtain the the desirable uh, surprise release and that was going to be my question is how you avoid when you're pulling to 
to trigger that shot, how you avoid, you know, yanking. Yanking. Off of the, but, right. yeah. You know, and uh, 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 people have a great amount of problems that shoot releases and compounds. They punch the trigger. Right. I'd like to make a point on shooting a rifle in a minute if we've got the time, Dylan. But the, uh, the it's not a, a, a aggressive pull, Aaron. It's a nice, uh, musical, smooth pull, pull, pull. And you notice my elbow as we sit here. When I go, it automatically it moves. I, I can't stop it. If I wanted to, I don't think. Just pull, pull. And somewhere, second pull, third pull, just keep pulling till the damn thing fires, till that bow fires. It, it, may, it may fire, uh, and, and you're going to find on game, it'll probably fire real quickly after the first pull. A, 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 a critic of, of, a, of a proper shot execution who's a snap shooter, says, Harv, that deer's not going to stand there all day for you to go through all this rigmarole, Evers, that you just expounded. Well, I assure you that uh, that nine times out of a ten, the deer is munching on a piece of grass. He's sitting there watching a hot doe or what have you. You, To go through a proper shot execution, Dylan, after you really got into it, it only takes five or six seconds. It just goes bing, bing, bing. It's real smooth, Aaron. So that uh, uh, your, but it's important. I cannot uh, emphasize enough that you have to separate aiming, whatever your aiming system is. If you're a snap shooter and you're shooting quite well, then you've got some type of an aiming system. But it's important. Uh, all good coaches, all good shooters will tell you the same thing. You two young men today, prove it to yourself. It's, it's important that you leave aiming and go to shot execution. The shot execution is that last half second or second of your perfect shot setup that is a most important of all you know coming to anchor nothing's happened you can get comfortable you can take all the time you want you can get your uh into your back and what have you but it's so important that you leave all of that aiming side which is uh as draw hand placement all that's on the aiming side dylan so important that you cross over to the shot execution side and that's kind of what this graphic is here right yes sir that's what i showed with that graphic so, so basically you're saying after you're aiming, uh, there's there's a complete mind switch. Yes, sir. And it goes to to shot execution, and, and, and that's and, your conscious mind. That is your conscious mind. You have subjected all of that previous aiming side to your subconscious. The only thing you want to allow that subconscious to do is to retain that that gap. That whatever method you use, if you're shooting a compound, your pen on target, uh, or uh, in the subconscious, but uh, that, but your uh, conscious mind is to the execution of the shot. So never the word I want you to notice as as the listener, and this is what I noticed today when Harv was walking me through my shot execution. The word release is never in there. Never there. You just pull, 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 and the string will roll out of your fingers, and all of a sudden your arrow's on the target. You're, you're, uh, uh, there's a portion, I won't get into it, uh, but in um, uh, uh, Mr. Turner's uh, excellent book on shot execution, uh, there's a, he, he describes that portion of your brain that your pull, 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 Eric, 
triggers something in your brain and your brain surprisingly to you is uh, as uh, releases the strain you have no control over that release you control the trigger that causes that release okay now do you have any questions so far that's the only one i've got so far so See, it's hard. It's hard when it comes to questions because you've already walked us through it today. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and so I do. I do want to mention that Harv is going to. You can head over to Bear Archery's YouTube and and find the video of Harv walking us through and showing us all of these points. And uh, and 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 you know, it's just a, a quick little short video, but but it's it's something that'll show you uh, Harv actually walking through these these what is it five words five or six uh, uh, that, that cues, you use their cues. cues in your mind um, and, and what they actually mean and what they actually do. So uh, head over and check out that video, Harv. How many world records have you harvested? None. Well, didn't I, didn't you harvest the I, moose? Oh well, my caribou. Well, that caribou. was so far back that uh, we didn't even have the Pope and Young Club uh, uh, per se as it exists today. Well, if, if I may, you, uh, you two young men, I know I'm kind of uh, elderly statesman in the Bo- a Pope and Young Club, but in 1959 uh, is when I met Glenn St. Charles and lo- and loafed at Northwest Archery uh, at Des Moines, Washington, a suburb uh, right south of SeaTac the airport there at Seattle and St. Charles uh, was uh, 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 in the beginning uh, formation in his mind of an organization to to uh, uh, be similar to Boone and Crockett but handle the records keeping of, uh, of uh, uh, archery kills so I, uh, I was determined I had read in various old outdoor lives and what have you about caribou hunting in Alaska I had an engineering job that would send me to Alaska so bottom line is D- Dylan uh, I got to bow hunt in, uh, in uh, October late September October of 1959 uh, up in the Mount uh, the uh, Mount McNeil area on the Nelchina herd of barren ground caribou I was lucky that I shot and notice I said the word I shot and killed a uh, record class caribou I uh, you got to understand you may edit this if you so desire but I don't think you harvest I've never harvested a damn animal in my life I've shot and killed a bunch of damn animals but the word harvest is if I'm a wheat farmer but leaving that all that's one of my pet peeves in life <laughs> but we but that caribou would have been all right so St. Charles and a guy by the name of everybody knows by the name of Fred Bear in that same time frame in October of uh, 1959 uh, St. Charles had had Bear with him on a hunt called a bows on the on the uh, what in the Dickens what's the name of it Dylan help me out on the bows on the little delta he had a hunting cap for Bear and Ground Caribou Bear shoots a big old caribou of 400 and some points so I think I shot my caribou according to St. Charles a week ahead of uh, Bear's caribou my caribou scored 402 and 5 eighths. Bear's maybe it was 410 I don't remember what it was was but for a week i had the new world's record uh aaron 
a barren ground caribou, and this dang guy, Fred Bear, usurped me a week later, and he had the new world. So briefly, you're right, Dale, and I had a world record. Since that time, uh, I've probably I've struggled to uh, even kill a 125 class. I've killed a bunch of stuff, but uh, and a nice uh, elk and uh, d- different animal, mountain lion, uh, five or six black bear. I uh, love hound hunting, but uh, I'm a, a, a famous buddy of mine. Uh, you, some of you older men will know the name Jim Dordry. Dordry and I were great hunting buddies and friends. On the, he was president of the Pope and Young Club, and I was uh, one of his board members. He used to call me a slum hunter, Dylan. My favorite animal to hunt is an old feral hog crawling around on corn in, in Texas. I like to shoot things. So, <laughs> and, and, and so that's why I, I'm a, a Dordry always called me a slum hunter. He was a, him and Bear were both dyed in the wool, hard-nosed whitetail hunters. Well, and I shoot old whitetail behind my house every winter. That's nothing. Now, Texas is a good place to go if you want to shoot a lot of animals. Oh, that's correct. It, it is. <clears throat> Before we move on, I do need to give a quick thank you to our friends over at American Hunt. American Hunt is an online platform uh, where you can log on and lease land by the day. So it is a Airbnb-style land leasing. So you can list your land on there uh, if you're looking to get some cash flow off your land. But also, if you're driving across uh, the great state of misery, is what I call it, uh, the great state of misery, and you decide, man, I want to go bow hunting tomorrow, but I don't have anywhere to go. You can log on American Hunt, find a property, and lease that land by the day. So a really cool concept. Go check out AmericanHunt.com. you were you were friends with Fred Bear. Yes. Personal uh, friends. Well, uh, uh, Bear has had a wonderful personality, and uh, he was very kind to me. I was on the board. Of, I blessed uh, Dylan. I was on the board of directors of the Pope and Young Club for some 30 years of my life. And if I recall, around 1978 or 77, Bear was, for one term, was on the board of directors. So I got to know Bear uh, quite well uh, when I was on the board with him as a Pope and Young Club. You told me one time you said he liked to, he was a ladies man. Well, he was. I, Fred was, was the most fun guy to be around. I know uh, 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 he uh, always had a sparkle in his eye and an appreciation for a pretty lady. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I, That's I, a good I, way to put it. And, and that's a polite way to put it. <laughs> However, uh, I could say this old man Ebers you're talking to, uh, my wife would tell you I've always had a sparkle in my eye and appreciation just like Bear for a pretty lady. So I'll leave it at that. now fred bear was big on field notes um so what's one and i know you've shared on a video with us one time uh, a field note what's one field note you've taken over the years uh that i can take and put in my back pocket and make myself a better hunter with well uh i uh uh there's so many uh, uh, podcasts or so many uh, DVDs or so many books on the various uh, uh, ways to hunt the different species, 29 species here in North America or, or on ground blinds, pop-up blinds and what have you. The greatest thing to success, Dylan, in the, uh, to be a successful hunter is developing uh, 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 confidence. Confidence and the confidence it, it, it begins with uh, the ability to accurately shoot your bow. 
bow, whether it's a compound, a, a, a long bow, or a recurve. Without confidence in your shooting ability, I don't give a dang how great a hunter you are. You're going to have a lot of frustrated hunts because you're not going to close the deal, so as to speak. Now, let me just give you a piece of encouragement as the listener. If you, I I have been shooting my recurve now for, I don't know, three months, four months, and uh, and I struggle with confidence. Why? Because it's hard. I mean, it's it's just hard. Um, But after today, my confidence has skyrocketed. I don't know about you, Aaron, but but just learning from somebody and and having. Harv walk me through and show me the process has given me so much confidence. Um, so, so I would encourage you find an instructor. Um, those guys at Rocky Mountain Specialty Gear, Tom and and uh, and Joel, great guys, uh, great instructors. Uh, there's also a lot of online instructions uh, instructors. Um, Clay Hayes puts out a lot of great videos. So, so find an instructor, learn from them, digest all the information you can about shot process and how to properly execute a shot. And, uh, and it'll give you confidence, uh, to know, you know, I'm not just making this up. I'm not just guessing. I'm not just, uh, trying it and seeing if it works, but this is proven. This is tested. This is how you're supposed to do it. Um, so I, uh, I would just encourage you find somebody to teach you, find a mentor, uh, and I'm just so lucky enough to have Harv, uh, one of the greatest of all time, be my mentor. So, and you, uh, you mentioned earlier when when you were walking us through shooting, um, avoiding that you know when the deer steps out and you just freak out and everything mm-hmm. goes to crap. Um, having those word cues and that that very structured process to walk through, um, I'm guessing that that helps build that confidence as well. When when you when it comes time to take that shot, you're confident in those steps and you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Aaron, where you gain this confidence is like a, like you two young men today working with the proper shot execution exercises. Then when that animal steps up there, you're, you're not uh, uh, adoring his uh, body weight. He's a seven point on each side. He's a new, I can see his rack on the wall. Uh, you, uh, without a shot process technique of shooting your bow, uh, you have no way of controlling your shot execution. With a shot setup process, then you start, your conscious mind is busy. It's not admiring that deer or, oh my God, he's going to run. If he runs, he runs. You don't control that animal down there, whether he's a a nice axis deer in Texas and behind high fence or what have you, or one of my big hogs over corn. Uh, I know that if I uh, 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 pretty well have guessed my distance, I've shot enough with proper uh, shot control. I've, I've got an aiming system, the, pro- the best aiming system, Dylan, without a doubt, and I've tried them all with, with a, shot, uh, a proper shot execution is gap shooting. You two men uh, was, was uh, doing uh, gap shooting today, and you can control your misses. Uh, gap shooting is like shooting a, a rifle. If you shoot a little too high, uh, adjust down, dust your gap, and lower it, and, and, and drill him. But the one back to you, Aaron, the uh, having a shot uh, process that you control with your conscious mind keeps you from freaking out on the animal. You're 
you've got control of that conscious mind. You're going dink, 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 and then you go over, Dylan, to the shot activation side, and you activate the shot, and, and you're controlling everything that you can control back here uh, w- with you. If you got a proper gap picked out, proper shot execution, you're going to kill the damn deer, period. You know, I, I told you earlier, kind of joking, but but I, I really am going to do this uh, because being a compound shooter my whole life, uh, you know, the first five steps are easy. Uh, get to anchor. That's, you know, that's you just walk through that like like, you know, anything else you do in life. Uh, but it's the pull, pull, pull that that gets me. Um, and, and so I told you I'm going to take a sticker and I'm going to put it on the limb of my bow, pull, pull, pull. Um, that way I see it every time I go to shoot. Um, to, to when you get to the anchor point, your mind switches now completely away from aiming and, and now you're on shot execution and that's your, your pull. Um, and so that's, I, I am going to put that on the limb of my bow. Uh, maybe we can trademark the sticker or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but Dylan, that is a wise statement. And you, the audience on Dylan's podcast today, you understand that the most important half second uh, or, or second of your shot is that is that trigger that causes that portion of your brain. And I don't recall, Joel Turner can, has a, a medical name for it, that, that causes that brain to trigger the shot. You do not trigger the shot with conscious release, the word release or anything. The last thing you think of is releasing that area. All your conscious mind is, uh, uh, Aaron, is on the tri- make, making that trigger happen. If the, the trigger will take care, and the brain will take care of the re- release. If you, uh, Dylan, I would be delighted to introduce myself to your neat audience today. My name is Harv Ebers. My cell number is area code 816 Six five six six. I love as you two men. We've been here almost a th- two thirds of a day, having fun shooting bows and arrows, talking about proper shot execution. Anyone uh, uh, in your, in the audience of your audience, Dylan, I would invite them to call me anytime, seven days a week, Saturday or Sunday mornings or evening. I love to talk shooting, and if I can help some poor soul who's had uh, I spent fifty years of frustrations, absolute uh, Aaron frustrations, missing animals, had no confidence in taking a 30-yard shot at a bull elk. Uh, uh, I, I, I wouldn't shoot around other archers at halftime at, at, at a hunting camp and what have you. Right now, Dylan and, and you and uh, uh, Aaron have seen me shoot. I don't care if it's five people or 5,000. It won't bother me a bit to get up in the audience uh, and, and shoot arrows with any body uh, uh, that doesn't mean I, I I'm, not, I'm not competitive necessarily trying to uh, to beat Randy Elmer but I, I don't mind shooting with him but I guarantee you until I learn proper sets shot execution from Joel Turner and Tom Klum I wouldn't be caught dead even around Randy Elmer nevertheless shooting with him so there and that's kind of how I feel uh, you know again I just feel I just feel supremely confident, and again, it's, I'm not saying that I'm the next Fred Eichler uh, or, or Aaron Schneider, but uh, like you said, I feel confident enough to shoot now, um, and so I, I thank you so much again for opening up your home. Uh, do you have any questions about shot execution? I'm good. If you could ask Harv Ebers one question, what would it be? Oh, man. <laughs> 
Uh, you should have you should have let me know about this question before we I'll, got I'll, started. I'll ask mine. You go, and then I'll, I'll think. How about did it. you get your ravishingly good looks? <laughs> well, uh, you got to marry the. Uh, well, I, I am a. I don't know about the good looks, Dylan, but I'm 80, going on 86 years old, and uh, uh, and I still do pretty well. I still lift weights. I still I can't run up and down eight ten thousand feet after elk. But I, I'm real serious now. Uh, I, I believe in uh, 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 resistance training. If you, as you know, looking around my place, there's weight sitting everywhere. Uh, I, I still, uh, I believe uh, uh, we have to maintain our health. We have to maintain our physical bodies. There's nothing uh, better to retain your muscle structure than resistance training. I believe, Aaron, you're a power lifter. You would, I'm sure, be the first person to uh, uh, say, yes to that comment of mine absolutely and and uh, all of you older men out there that are 60 or 70s uh, don't give up uh, and if you have a rotor cuff problems i've got a solution where you can shoot a, uh, a, a an old long-fingered uh, uh, bow from hoyt uh, that'll allow you to continue to hunt in your 80s or 90s i hell there and i aim to still be chasing hogs when i'm 90 years old in southwest texas I remember last time I was here, I asked you, I said, so when's the last time you, you hunted? When's the last time you shot a deer? And uh, you said, well, I shot one two nights ago out back back here. And I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, I shot three, three. Uh, I shot two nice old whitetail does. And I shot, uh, uh, I've never uh, shot a good, uh, uh, well, I guess you'd call it a trophy class deer behind my home. But I shot an old uh, uh, cull three by three here this past fall. <laughs> and I just go, as you can see, Dylan, uh, maybe 500 yards from where we're sitting behind my little lake or some woods and uh, I'll go down there an hour or two, two before dark and my little uh, double bull pop up blind and if something comes in air uh, 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 Aaron, I, I shoot the damn thing. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Chuck Adams or poor, uh, uh, Tom Frost, hell, uh, uh, I just want to shoot things. So if you uh, walk in there, Aaron, you're liable to get shot by her. <laughs> and, but the most important thing, now I have confidence in my shot execution, Dylan. And I know if that animal is in, and most of my uh, animals there are 20, 25 yards, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill it period but i guarantee you five or six eight ten years ago i wouldn't know whether that arrow was going to go under his belly or over his head so people out there listening to that uh if if any of this of dylan's uh excellent work here today with bear archery if uh if any of this uh, fits your uh, uh, mojo of being a snap shooter, a drive-by shooter, and you want to, first time in your life, claim control over your shooting process, uh, you get a hold of Tom Clum or Joel uh, Turner. Uh, 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 Bear Archery will have their phone numbers and information. Uh, or your, I gave you my cell phone, and I'll be delighted to discuss this with you. So, Harv, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Again, if you're you're questioning um, aiming methods, head back to last week's episode with Tom and, and give that episode a listen. Um, 
Before we go, I do need to give another quick thank you to our friends over at Wise Eye Technology. Uh, they make some of the most advanced cellular trail cameras uh, on the market. Harv, I don't know how you feel about cellular trail cameras, but um, these are the finest. You can log on and and they have an app, and you can see uh, you can pattern your deer when they're coming in uh, compared to moon phases and weather, and and uh, they even have game recognition technology, so it puts all your bucks in one folder uh, based off of of antlers, so so it'll classify your deer so if i want to see you know all of the deer that i nicknamed sticks and when he's come in and when when he's showing up where he's going i can log on open that folder and, and just look at pictures of him so go check out wise eye technology because they are absolutely fantastic guys thank you for listening you guys have a great week